You can't control it. Unless you're one of those people who can. And that's just weird. That is weird. Well, those people like go on tour. Yeah, they like and, like suck. fart. They know how to like breathe through their butt. Yeah, that's I, I don't. I don't know. That seems hard to do. Yeah, I don't know how you learn something like that exactly. Practice. Yeah, but how do you practice? I don't know how to begin practicing that. People uh, experiment with their butt. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I can do that. What if I got really good at it and did like 10,000 hours of this? Wait, you're saying they go on tour? What are you talking about? There's a thing, there's like somebody who farts professionally. I don't, I'll have to look it up. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season three, episode 12. It is episode 12. <laughs> this is like, this was like the end point last season. Yeah. Well, we made it to 13, yeah, and that was yeah. a two-parter. But here we are at episode 12 of season three, and we are not even halfway through, really. <laughs> Last we left off, we unleashed the hounds, the Esper hounds. Yeah, yeah, we sent the, we set the Espers free. Yeah. It seems like they're going to go cause chaos in the world. The gate Tetris closed behind mm-hmm. them, so they can't go back to their other world where they're safe, I guess. Uh, I think they can if they agree to, but they're like <laughs> on the war path. Right. So okay. what we're about to do is we're going to go, I think, meet with the emperor who's like, he's thinks this is too much. Yeah, this it's, is. well, because I think that we're getting to the place where Sid had said recently, I'm going to go talk to the emperor and be like, this has gone too far. Mm-hmm. And we were like, that's all it was going to take. Right, right. And so what happens is it seems like Sid was just immediately successful and the emperor has come to his senses. Yeah. And I think also the fact that all the espers are loose and Kefka's giggling about it. He was like, wait a minute, maybe this was too far. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we got ahead. Yeah. Where we're leaving off. We're still in shock at unleashing all the ghosts like in Ghostbusters 1. Oh yeah, it is pretty much exactly like that, isn't it? It's like pretty, it even yeah. looks like it that. It looks exactly it like it when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Now we leave? I think we leave now. We're like, that plan was maybe a bad plan. <laughs> we just did that and now we're gonna leave? Anyway, let's return to the airship. <laughs> okay. So the gates closed up, and we head back and meet back up with the team, mm-hmm. get, trying to get back on the airship. Yeah, and Locke is, like, filling us in on apparently in the moments since we let the espers out, like, a lot has already happened. Yes. Like, like it's it seems like it was maybe an hour ago in the game. <laughs> like, we had to walk back through that cave, I guess. Right. So, like, it took some time. Well, it actually teleported us out of that cave, well, so yeah, it was almost I, immediate. Well, but I was assu- you know, I'm <laughs> you assuming, assuming they that cut, we walked you know, that they did some, you know, <laughs> yeah. some editing here. Uh-huh. <laughs> what happened? What are, we, what are you doing here, Locke? The espers flew off together. Then the Empire citizens ran off as though they were terrified. Which yeah. way did the espers go? We haven't had a voice for Locke. <laughs> yeah. How is it not Keanu? I don't know. Oh, and I think I finally got Locke's voice locked in. You did. You yeah, locked it I in. I locked it in. Uh-huh. This is it right here. It's Keanu Reeves, or an impression of. <laughs> Toward the capital. That's a good one. Victor. Oh, so all the espers came out and were like, okay, let's go to the capital, which is exactly what Kefka wanted. He's like, they're going to come try to fuck us up. We got esper trapped. Well, then let's not do that. Well, they already got out. (sighs) You're right. And they're apparently idiots. We were there. They're hicks. (laughs) 
there. What's that? What's wrong, Tara? I can feel it. It's coming closer and closer. What do you mean you can feel it? What's that? It can't be. An esper? It's coming. Watch out, Tara. Whoa. Whoa. What was that? Setzer, get down. Um, Setzer? As all the disparate elements of the game are coming together for these climactic moments, so too are the voices of our characters. <laughs> I feel like now, listening to this, it's like really falling into, you know. flowing now. Like we, we've gone past like the cold table read. Uh, yeah. And now we're at a point where like we're ready to have some test audiences come check out the table read. <laughs> they were mad. They seemed angry. What's with this vibration? We're getting all disbarred by us. Flying right over us. I, I've lost control. So he's just flying like a maniac. Don't take it out over the sea. He said he's lost control. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, there was like a esper bird strike that happened <laughs> in the airship. Yeah, like we flew through a flock of espers, right. and like the engines went down. And so we got to Sully Sullenberg our way out of this. <laughs> like right. first person view. We're, <laughs> We're crashing. <laughs> So we crash. Mm -hmm. The world's only airship crashes. It, yeah, when you, it is really tragic. It's like <laughs> there might not be any more airship, you know? How do I save? You gotta get off the boat. The get ship, off, get the off the boat. boat. <laughs> the airboat. So we're fine, and the boat is fine. Well, it doesn't seem like it's working. But I mean, it didn't, like, <laughs> break apart. You know what I just realized? We went to that town to buy potions. We have a store on our boat. Mm. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. Speaking of which... Oh, we're in Miranda again. Miranda used to be this continent's most beautiful town. Yeah, we came here and I was like, there's nothing going on We were on like, there's just yet. a dog fight. There's yeah. just a dog fight. Just to like put a pin in Miranda. This mm. is the town where the woman we were sending letters to for Mobley's lives. Right, so this right. is like the other end of that transaction. The pigeon letters. Yeah, the pigeon letter mini mini quest. Yeah, if you want to call it that. Not even mini. <laughs> the epic. <laughs> the epic journey. The epic saga of the yeah. pigeon letters. <laughs> okay, you want Wiz? Uh... Yeah, mushrooms. Put a whiz on your fucking steak and cheese. Gross. Um, <laughs> uh, whiz and what? Mushrooms. Onions. Yeah, sure. I always have to get their cheese fries. So yeah, I like some cheese fries. Order a large order of their cheese fries because they're amazing. My love hasn't sent me back any letters since he's been gone. I'm sick with worry. Yeah, where is that guy's town? I don't remember, but. Obviously, the letters we thought we were sending were not getting there. We're that getting seems queer. So, you mean there's censorship in this empire? <laughs> that would make the most sense. But I don't think that's what it is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No. No. They're not controlling the the mail. The pigeon mail? I don't. I don't think so. That's a good point. Yeah. How do you even do that? Okay, so hold on. <laughs> the empire. Let's just say that they intercept all correspondence and go through it to make sure that nobody's like saying anything bad about Emperor Gestalt, uh -huh. like comparing him to a dog and redacting it and then attaching it back yeah, to a pigeon. Yeah, yeah. But like, how do they intercept all these pigeons? I don't know the answer to that. Like, they've got to have some kind of pigeon-catching technology to yeah. grab them out of the air. That's got to be what it is. Like, maybe you could put some kind of homing device that, like, all pigeons go through that once, 
Or no, what I was thinking I is you, you train that. a flock of pigeons that are like attack pigeons. Okay. That would like, you know, that just like force? fighter jets. You know how fighter jets will like force a plane to the ground? Uh-huh. Like you train these birds to like get up next to the pigeons and like force them down. So you, you train so a, got fleet like a fleet of birds that are of a, finding the pigeons that have letters attached to their mm-hmm. legs and forcing them down. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. Yeah, you make like a little fleet of like stormtrooper birds that are controlling the pigeon mail. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you'd get them like little helmets and like give them like black vests or something intimidating. You know, you'd get two per pigeon. and they'd I guess if and- you can train the pigeons to be doing the mail and sending it to almost anywhere... Then yeah, you certainly can get pigeons that will be like police pigeons. Yeah, okay, that's all I'm saying. So you're saying police <laughs> pigeons? Yeah, somehow. and this isn't Hogwarts. Like the pigeons don't go all to one place, and no. then the mail gets distributed. No, this is going to like this one house, or presumably no. Yeah, there's you like just a post send it individually. <sighs> well, well, there. Well, I don't think, they, I think that, uh, at the end of the day, they're not censoring the mail. So. I think it's more likely that the pigeons are just not getting here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're still on the way <laughs> or something. They just set the birds loose, <laughs> and then maybe they get Hanging there Hanging out on some don't. island. That's yeah. probably more likely than the police pigeons. Yeah, because that was like, they were like, oh, we got word in time because the birds, the pigeons flew to us. Yeah, man, bring back pigeon mail. If you're in jail and you're worried that they're, like, reading your mail, pigeon it. Right? Yeah. There's got to be somebody who's done this This, before. It has to have happened. But how does... I always wonder how does pigeon mail work? Because, like, how do you tell the bird, like, where to go? Do you have specific birds for specific places that this bird flies back and forth? Really? Like, is it a different type of bird? Hawkmail? H-A-W-K. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, a, a bird that, like, maybe... Is a species that you better can recognize like its home? I don't know. Well, carrier... They use pigeons. Right. Carrier pigeons are a thing. Right. Hawkmail? I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I'm like... I'm thinking of people own hawks, people, like, the hawks are like, they have... They know where I am, they know who I am. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, so you get a pigeon and you tie a note to its leg, and then you let it go, but, like, does it go to, like, one other specific place? Or can you somehow show it a direction and be like, the place that's that way? I don't think you can <laughs> set a new address. No. I don't think you can be like... It's gotta be that it, it has it two can't locations. Go, yeah, right? that's what and I Every time you let it go, it goes to one place. Exactly. And then you let it go again and it goes back. Right. I don't think that you can be like, okay, bird, take this to <laughs> yeah, I know. Main Street. I just... Okay, bird, here's a map. I know it just looks like a bunch of dots, but I've labeled <laughs> some of them. If you could tell the pigeon to go to a place it had never been before. Well, because then, it, like, there's still people, like, I feel like it's, like, in New York, where they're like, I have pigeons on the roof, and I, like... Yeah, keep, but I don't I think my... that they send messages with them. I think, I think some people pets. do. Really? Well, if you're, I mean... From New York? The people who are going to be sending pigeon messages are obviously going to be the people who keep pigeons as pets. Well, that is, I right, that, like, first, in order to send a pigeon message, you first need pigeons. But I don't think that if you have pigeons, that means that you're definitely sending messages. And who are you sending? No, no, to? I, don't, I don't, people? yeah, exactly, that's gotta be it, right? That you, and what are you, you saying, like, if pigeons are looking good? It's like, who has ham radios, you know? Who has ham radios? Some people do, and it's like, who are, it's like, 
if you're gonna be sending messages to anyone with birds, it's gonna be to like other weirdos who have birds, you know? Wait a minute, real quick about the ham radios. Mm-hmm. We got a message from a fan about the iteration of going ham, which we know is an ongoing question that this show asks. But this guy really dug deep. And this guy got some <laughs> gems that yeah. we had not thought of or brought up ham radio operators had to do with the fact that like they were called that because they were amateurs and amateur hams and then it became ties back to like the old idea of a bad over actor being a ham and so we think that this like somewhere over the last few decades got morphed into going ham instead of like but the real the real piece of information is that ham radio isn't like short for something right that professional radio operators would be like like the ham operators are on and they're just talking about bullshit on the air and it's annoying anyway yeah no i I, I, sorry i have to google ham radio because i just have to know oh my god yeah when you google ham radio it takes you to the wikipedia for the word amateur radio Uh uh-huh because ham radio i always thought it was like that was the name of the proper name like it's like slang like the hal nine the ham nine thousand uh-huh the ham nine (laughs) thousand i was just thinking it's a good thing that those professional radio operators won and there's no amateur radio going on anymore in the world nothing is being broadcast (laughs) like that Okay, anyway, back to pigeon letters. Like, you're like, I have pigeons, that guy well, has What are you going to say to him? First, you would be like, what's up, smiley face? And he'd yeah. be like, ah, and he'd be like, right and back, like, right. not much, NM, and he'd put the thing on the leg and send it back, and it'd be like, look at us sending texts with pigeons. And he'd laugh about that, and this would take weeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine sometimes the bird goes somewhere else, like to the park or whatever. Just like chills. It is a bird. Yeah. yeah, it eats. <laughs> and it gets hungry and it goes to one of the places. I don't know. What is the real history of pigeon carrier pigeons? Because, like, in Game of Thrones, they're, fan- they're magic ravens. In uh, Harry Potter, Harry they're, Potter, ma- they're, they're like owls. they're owls that are for some reason they're not really magic. They're just like smarter than we know owls to be. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> like like they understand English. Like you talk to them and then they're like okay and they like, go. Do they <laughs> discriminate where it's like an owl will only listen to a wizard? Like it only sees it. As, I don't like, know, but the, whatever owl. owls they get, they're like they they tell the owl they're like this one goes to Hogwarts or whatever, yeah, and they not- go. They're not special And Hogwarts owls. has like a system like where they're like, the, owl, owl. the owls know like this is the mail room. Right. Like, bring all the owl mail here. Up in the owl room. Yeah. But like... And you could tell it like, you could tell, yeah, they're not... But there's nothing special about the owls. No. It's just wizards like know something about owls that we don't. And that's that they are really smart and understand. <laughs> They like, can be used for them. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me that the wizards don't have a magical way to just send a message instantly, like a, like we like humans have outpaced messageability. Yeah, that with an iPhone. Definitely, you, you can just send a text message instantly, and they are like using owls still. Is that because there's like no new magic? And there's like a point at which humans just beat them because we keep coming up with new technology. I, I mean, and at a certain point, technology is magic. The real answer is that like J.K. Rowling's universe is full of holes. It will. I do love that it's like. I still feel like there's nothing here in this town. Yeah, that's a good. I've never thought about that. With like the owls are not special. The cats are also knowledgeable. Right? 
Well, there's that one that... just a cat? I mean, but it, like, seems to tell things to that guy, right? Well, there's the rat, and that's, like, straight up a dude. Well, yeah, but, like, if you if if the groundskeeper's cat saw you, you were like, oh, fuck. Right? Oh, you're talking about <laughs> Mr. Filch. Yeah, yeah, oh, he has I a was, cat, right? That yeah. was, like, a spy for him. I was thinking of Crookshanks. It seems like she just made the whole thing, like, and also, animals are what you wish they were. Like, yeah, they're, like, yeah. not just animals, they're, they're like, intelligent. they're straight up your, your, on your side, <laughs> you know? Like, they're... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. they can't talk but like they know what's up mm. <laughs> they yeah. have like they have like a presence of mind that <laughs> cause that's the thing there's magical animals like every animal in that universe like regular every, old regular, every regular animal recognizes itself in the mirror like all of them Did are they all, all the pass level. the mirror yeah. test every single one <laughs> Haley some mornings I don't even pass the mirror test you know what I mean <laughs> I just look in the mirror and I go who is that man that staring thing. back at he, me. That's a fail. <laughs> there is one bird, I think it's the magpie, that can pass the mirror test. Yeah, I think crows might be able to also. Maybe, I don't know, I just know crows are unsettlingly intelligent. It's so weird that there are, like, species of these different, totally different types of things that each individually are really smart. You know what's weird to me? is that it took science this long to think maybe other animals are smart even a little bit. You know, it's Because when you about read about old like, science, they're like, and obviously every single animal is stupid. Dude. And doesn't know anything. And then, like, of course, every single discovery is like, actually, it's a little smarter. Than that. <laughs> it's yeah, a little it's smarter like, than it's that. actually... Mm, but don't get too excited. Yeah, it's still a little bit... It's like... <laughs> it's smarter than we it's thought. It's like, the more we look at it, the more complicated it is. I've been talking about that a lot throughout the other podcasts. Because you read a lot about, a lot of like, you read about these old naturalists who are like, and these like native people are idiots. They think that these animals like think things, and we know that's not true. <laughs> Let's kill all these native people. And then they do, and then like hundreds of years later, they're like, and these animals are actually smarter I than know. we ever thought. <laughs> it's just like the, the hubris is yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a good thing that both of us are so much smarter than everyone that came before us. Yeah, you know, sometimes you listen over a conversation that you had, and when you were having it, you're like, I'm really smart and interesting, and then you listen over, you're like, what a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I feel it deeply. <laughs> yeah, we're embarking on a big one of those. Like, people ask the question still, are we alone? Is Earth the only place where life evolved? And it's like, right now... We don't know that there is other life evolved on any but other it, planets, it, but come, you the might, fuck come on. on. Come, come on. on. Every single thing that we've learned has shown us that we are not as special as we think we are. Mm -hmm. We think that's gonna hold? I often wonder if there is any such thing as a new conversation. The longer I work on this project, I am transported back to my youth to many, many nights during my university days as the conversation inevitably turned to our own dismay at the stupidity of everyone around us and our own heightened sense of self. As I continue to exist in the world and hear these echoes of myself in other people, I am continually ashamed of my own past and the own words that have come out of my mouth. And I can only wonder if, as we continue on, the people having these conversations will then look back 
and have this same moment I am having now in the endless rippling of stupidity that has become my entire existence. I mean, also, it's like one, I mean, you're gonna hate this, but like a rule of the universe seems to be like, and is the story like more interesting? Yeah. Like it always <laughs> leans into the side where it's like, are animals all just dumb soulless things or are they actually closer to us? Right. Like closer to us. Is there alien life? Like, yeah. It's yeah, like always, yeah. always like falling into the like. <laughs> the self-centeredness that's so inherent in the way our entire species has looked at the world is just, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just stop it. Stop. Enough. Please. Enough of Please. this. Please. I'm begging you. Yeah. Well, that's got to be the, like, Eastern-Western philosophy split, right? That happened in ancient times. Like, it started there, and we've been, like, the victims of Western philosophy for, like, our entire civilization. And now we're, science is, like, finally wrapping around into quantum theory and going, like, but maybe it all is one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's constantly changing. The esteemed psychologist Carl Jung believed that all of us played every role there is in humanity. Both the hero and the villain, the fool and the scholar, encompassed all in one person, though we seem to view ourselves as occupying only one role, just the hero, but not the villain, just the scholar, but not the fool. The more I casually tease out these ideas, the more I realize I have very little to say about them other than they were once things a man thought, and now I am thinking them too. It's just so funny how, yeah, like, science is fully wrapped into the Eastern philosophy because it's so... Yeah, we're... It's, it's like, everything that we learn is like, oh, and all of it is just atoms. And all of those atoms right. were once the same type of atom. Yeah. And you can just... Everything is literally... And you yeah. can't... You can change a thing, but you can't make something out of nothing. Right. But it, like, because it started in places that were, like, governed by Western philosophy, it all started from a place of, like, everything is distinct and different and right. never changing, which is why evolution was such a problem, was people were like, no, the Earth started with the animals Done. that we have now. Yeah, it, the Earth was fully, it, it appeared fully baked. It was finished. I feel often that I want to die, but then... What guarantee do I even have that death will be different than this? No, and it's also like, I think a lot about God was the explanation for the unknown, and then every time we have a known... Right, you're like, hmm. You're like, hmm, where is this gonna end? At a certain point, you gotta be like, nowhere, man. It's, it's like, he does nowhere is kind of like everywhere, too. Yeah, you think about it. Nowhere, man. See, if you really think about it, well, I think now all that's left to do is I've got to go to grad school and learn some actual things, and I'll see you guys in a few years, and I'll rectify this entire conversation. I, I obviously have to go as well. Haley, are you thinking about I mean, it? if you think hard enough about anything, it's like everything else. Just, like, laziness is not actually lazy. That's the hardworking one, and people who work hard are actually lazy. Everything wraps. So it's all. all connected in a... It's a giant universe of lazy. Like a snake eating its own tail. <laughs> What's that voice? I don't know. All right, that's enough of that. I don't even know how to get back into Final Fantasy. Oh we my know. god, I need a palate cleanser. Welcome to Who's Chewing What? 
our favorite segment on No One Can Know About This, where you, the audience, decide who's chewing what. It's a fun game where we're going to play you a sound of somebody chewing something. You're going to figure it out and lock in your vote. Lock in your vote once you've decided. And then we're going to tell you what it was. Yeah, and then you can see if you won or not. That's exactly how it works. your locked vote. So everybody lock in your votes. Well, Wait. first we're going to no, no, play no, first, the sound, Jeff. Yeah, first we're playing the sound. <laughs> All right, so here's the sound. If you guessed Werner Herzog's brain chewing on that conversation, you're right. That's correct. That's exactly what that sound was. I hope you got your votes in and that they were correct. And if you didn't, there's always next time. There's always next time. On Who's Chewing What. So I hope you enjoyed this edition of Who's Chewing What. So I think we're going back to the capital where all the espers flew. That's where I'm walking. Right. Because Kafka's plan is for us to fall right into his hands. Yes. So now that we're back on track, mm-hmm. both of us are way ahead of what the game has told us. Right. Because you're like, so we're about to walk into a trap? Yeah. <laughs> this is the part of the game where the evil guys have an obvious trap and we walk right into it? Mm-hmm. And we want that to happen. Well, our ship crashed and we don't want to like not be there where the espers are going. Because like, what else? We don't have any other course of action. We already fell into his, his plan by opening the gate. We didn't realize that's what he wanted okay. us to do. Right. So now we're just gonna ride that wave. Yes. And look, their town is like on fire and shit because oh, shit. Uh, we set the espers out here and they burned it down. Mm, the espers did. Because, yeah, they're pissed off at this place. Right. Oh, because remember the plan was like, you let the espers out and then we'll get the army and we'll all like right. we'll fuck it up. Mm-hmm. The emperor is expecting you. Do you finally see Gestalt or Yeah. Gestalt. Fancy place. The espers that emerged from the gate are terrifying the Empire. Reasonable. Yeah. So are we, is he gonna be like, we could We've lost our will to fight. Need your help now. Kefka's been in prison for unspeakable war crimes. He's on his last legs. Interesting. So Kefka wanted us to set the espers free. I think the Emperor is like, no, no more. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that... Kefka's gone mad with magic. So now the Emperor's gonna be like, we need your help. So upon arriving at the Empire's capital, Mm -hmm. the Espers have already burned it down, and there's been like, it's like everything we wanted to happen appears to have happened. Kefka is in jail, and the Emperor is suddenly had like a change of heart. And he's expecting us. Yeah. (laughs) The Emperor is expecting (laughs) us. He's expecting us, and he wants to... He's going to want to be friends. To you and I playing this, I think this whole thing felt totally fishy. Like, we hit this point in the game, and all of the characters who up to this point have basically been losing to the Empire suddenly accept this surrender just, like, at face value. Yeah, like, none of them question it even a little bit. It is weird. Well, we question <laughs> it a little bit because we go and have this very lengthy dinner, but we're not there yet. Right. We're going to we're going to head up and talk to Gastal right now. Okay. Is this the grand staircase? <laughs> I've lost my will to fight. My hair looks like dog ears. It really does. Here's Sid. Oh, Sid talked to him and was like, "Emperor, this has gone far enough." The Emperor's had a change of heart. Sid. So Sid really did have the power. 
The Espers came to save their friends. <laughs> when they learned the others had perished, they went berserk and trashed the town. Never will I forget their shrieks of rage. <laughs> <laughs> We're hanging up our weapons and armor for good. Yeah, they're like, they see the power of the Espers and they're like, oh, this Whoa. is far enough with this magic. You know what I see this. now with this ink plot? Is like a tree. What I'm referencing is the flag, the Empire's flag. It has like a weird inkblot looking thing. It's a real Rorschach test to see what you see in it. I really love the idea of starting like an empire and you're like, and our symbol is going to be an abstract piece of art <laughs> in which you will see whatever you want. Like, <laughs> it's kind of genius. Right? Yeah. Like a plant, maybe? I mean, now it's that black. you put your hand like that, I see cotton candy. I see a hip bone. Cotton candy? A yeah. hip bone. Maybe a hip bone. Well, cotton candy, it's like the stick, and then on top is just a shape. It's black, though, which is not usually It looks like a puff of smoke, of. maybe. And all around it is fire. The whole flag is fire, and that's like the, the rippling of the flame. I don't know. That's such a nothing symbol to me. Like, it looks like... You know what I see it's now? Like, <laughs> okay, wait. This is a bird, right, down mm -hmm. here? Just this part with the legs? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is another bird, or a beaver fucking the bird. <laughs> Beaver's I, on top of the I, bird I, fucking Now the that bird. you say that, I see two fish. <laughs> you see it? You see they're swimming side by side? Yeah, okay. Yeah, two okay. fish. Uh -huh. Very peaceful flag when you look at it like that. <laughs> I mean, it, but like, if you're an empire and you're like, we need a flag that like inspires our people mm. and strikes fear into the enemy. Right. Hire the most prominent abstract artist <laughs> to make me something. It's like so. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no flag is a Jackson Pollock. Yeah, you don't pick that for your symbol. <laughs> so, some food that we had ordered on a previous episode has come. Or was that this no, episode? It was this yeah, episode. no, no, we were talking about the cheese yeah, whiz and mushrooms. steak and cheese. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Eat something. My mom just sent out a family text. What's everyone doing today? <laughs> oh, you'll find out in six months. You'll hear all about it. Why are you not jumping at the chance to say, I'm playing Final Fantasy all day? Like, I started at 11.30, and I'm not going to stop until probably well after midnight. Mom. <laughs> Why are you not jumping? <laughs> All right, here we go. Leaping for the phone. Are you really going to send that text? No. Cheese whiz. Delicious. Yeah. Modern food marvel. Mm. A marvel of the modern era. So we finish our dinner, and it's almost time to have dinner with the Emperor. Mm hmm. The power of those espers, I had no idea. Yeah. They'll shred the world. We must get them to understand that we are no longer at war. No humans going to make them sit there and listen? But for now, my friends, let us feast and rejoice. Huh. Weird option. Please, before we dine, talk to as many soldiers as you can. Make them understand. Please talk to the can you have four minutes until dinner, okay? So Emperor Gestal is like, dinner's in five. And Sid turns to you and is like, talk to everyone that you can see as many as possible before this dinner gets started, because we need to turn the Emperor's people onto the good side. 
Right. And right? the way to do that is Talk directly to confront them. And be like, hey, just so you... Well, because I guess the thought I is... I guess we're going to be like, we just you talk like to them, to party, like, they'll know. We like to party. <laughs> right. It's all good. We'll all party together. <laughs> There's a timer now. Four minute timer countdown. Because we can't start dinner late. We can't prioritize getting the people on our side before starting this dinner. Well, you don't want to eat it cold. You, you know, it has to be eaten You're right. to, for the best. So let's get going. We got but a lot of people to wanted, convince. I just wanted to point out, this is maybe the first real hard instance of this, but like Final Fantasy games will continue to present us with sort of obtuse mini games, like the objective and reward mm-hmm. of which are not apparent at all. Right. Like we're just sort of told to do this confusing thing and we yeah. better do it fast. We'll explain this later, but we don't know why. We eventually found out after finishing the game that there's like weird algorithms behind every piece of this whole th- right sequence. Th- this whole sequence yields like slightly different results, but results on... that I could not tell you what made them different. I think it makes almost nothing different. I think it like changes some text or something. <laughs> we gotta go. We got We gotta get we to gotta talk get, to all these people. We, we got we five minutes. Yeah, sorry, taking too long. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Dinner's Dinner preparations right away. Uh, hurry, hurry. Uh, uh, find soldiers. You. Kefka's been in prison for unspeakable war crimes. He's on his last legs. One person. The war's over. Two people. The Esper's that emerged for the gate are terrifying the Empire. Three people. This is a chop. We've lost our will to fight. Four people. This is definitely a... Oh, a God. This, chop. Is, this is a chop. A chop von uh, Rostenberg. So chops are, for those people who have played Final Fantasy XII, which is one of the few games that we played together before deciding to do this podcast, there is a part of the game that is incredibly stupid and meaningless and takes a lot of tedious time. Well, it's it's just that Final Fantasy XII has a lot of these types of parts where right. you've got to go do a weird thing. But one of them was called... It was called chops. chops. Like you got to get chops. You had to so go get chops, which turns out are like wood, but also get, like a like meaning. It's like the social it's currency the, of this town so is chops of different types we'll get of there in about six or seven years but right now it, we, it became like a shorthand for us for whenever for this, you run yeah, into this kind this of bullshit kind of like it, it seems like these games are exclusive to final fantasy 2 like i've <laughs> right. never played another game that has this kind of shit in it yeah so a chop <laughs> is a shorthand for yeah. this kind of bullshit i'm captain oh, hey, gold mine oh. <laughs> poison in battle you prison the fiend right, come on come on uh, everybody's taking peace now. Six people. They asked for sure they came to free the friends. Seven people. Yeah, you. you. Uh, Fev, returner, scum. Oh God. Oh, shit. No! Oh, no. The timer's still going. Kick his ass. God, what an asshole. Oh, not bad. Eight people. Okay. In bed, huh? Cool. Everything will be settled after the banquet. Nine, Nine people. people. The magic check research facility dismantled. Ten people. Door. Haley, get away from the machine. I oppose peace. Oh, fuck oh, you. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I oppose peace. What kind of a philosophy is that? It's a philosophy. <laughs> How many You're not you wanted. 14. Uh, they didn't say. They said as many Enjoy as possible. Okay. My whole family was lost in the war. 15. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> My whole family was lost in the war. 15. The war ended at uh, so 16. This kept goes to jail. 17. Do you have to be somewhere before the end of the timer, or do you, does it just... They just said, dinner is in four minutes. Talk to as many people as you can. Gotcha. Okay, uh, so... Is there anything else there? No, I think we gotta go all the way back down. Oh, God. How did he get in here? Run! Fuck, which way? to the left. Uh, Whoa! Kefka! 
You don't count as a person. I'm taking a shit. Grr, how dare they put me in a place like this? Oh, you're gonna waste our time. I don't believe this. Well, we're still talking to another guy. I don't think he counts. What a dick! So we run out of time, but I think we did pretty well. We got like 20-ish people. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. After we beat the game, I looked up like how many people you could get and what the differences were. But I think we missed like two or three people. Yeah, we missed a few. Yeah. That evening, the banquet with the banquet with the emperor took place. <laughs> so we sit down at the table for what's going to be a very strange dinner, where Emperor Gestal clearly has something in mind. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of like options for what we can say to him, and I guess you could call this a negotiation of sorts. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's I, it's a very strange dinner, mm-hmm. big goofy dinner, but it starts off with Sid having this to say. You can count me in as a returner. You can... Oh, you can count me in as a returner. <laughs> there you go. Imagine all of us here together sharing a meal. First, we must have a toast. To... Uh-oh. Um... So it's, he's like first a toast, and then it's like he looks at us expectantly. Like, yeah. What are we going to toast to? Yeah, like the whole thing is like he's testing us or something. So we have three options, to the Empire, to the Returners, or to our revolution. To our hometown. To our hometowns. I looked away away without reading it. I assume this is like Tara who's making these choices since she's in the middle. Right. What if she were like, to the Empire? Like everyone on our team would be like, what? (laughs) Our hometowns? Our hometowns. That seems neutral. Yeah, right? <laughs> As you know, Kefka's in jail for war crimes. What shall we do with him? Uh, uh, interesting. Here the options are leave him in jail, pardon him, or execute him. Right, and as we're getting further into this, I think you're going to start to see the dichotomy between how Jeff makes decisions in games and how I do, and we'll come to like some compromises. I'm very much like back in Zozo. I'm like, well, we should be understanding Yeah, you're like, we should be diplomatic here, and I'm like, we should be absolute dicks to these people. (laughs) These people were assholes, and they deserve assholery. Well, you know what I want to say. I do know what you want. I mean... I mean, there's really only one option here, Jeff. I mean, how can you let him live? He's crazy with magic. He's gotta be put down. Or for war crimes! Put put him down. For put war him down? Crimes. Well, certainly not pardon him, right? Definitely but not. We that leave would him be in jail. outrageous. Leave him in jail seems like leaving the Joker in jail. Yeah, but then you might need a suicide squad, you know? That's the argument for that, is like, when you're gonna need a suicide squad... You gotta meet him in jail. You gotta keep him in jail. (laughs) You know? This is why Death Row is great, because instead of just executing him, we could put him in line to be executed, so we could hold that over his head as leverage for the suicide squad. Like a combination of the two. Yeah, but that's not a... That's not an option. (laughs) And once he's got the suicide squad going, then... Pardon I don't know what to do here. Should we flip a coin? Or should we pardon him? Just go with the one that neither of us think is the right option? Yeah, like that that kind of compromise? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm down. Let's, let's see. Let's do it. Hmm. Well, let's let him stew in his cell for a while, then we'll decide. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> He's very noncommittal about that. Yeah. They didn't expect us to pick that. 
I truly apologize about the poisoning of Doma. No one dreamed Kefka would use poison. Right. Here we're given three more options of what to say. First one is what's done is done. Then that was inexcusable. And then finally, apologize again. Yeah, which really, to me, the only one that seems to carry any kind of weight is apologize again. It's like, what's done is done is you're letting it go, and saying that was inexcusable is totally also just letting him off. It's like, right, what that's else? That's a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Apologize again? Uh, wh- what are we... It's <laughs> Cyan's town when they when they killed him. So we should... the people. Is he demanding a second apology, or is no, he yelling? No, he apologized, and we're saying this is our option for what to say. Oh, uh, what's done is done doesn't seem, although, I mean, that would be the adult move, would be what's done is done. Would it? Would it really? That would be the... Adult by way of of Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this... (laughs) That would be the real adult. (laughs) Apologize again. Because we're all adult children. (laughs) Look at us, we're real little. Yeah. If we demand another apology, what are we hope to get out of it? I don't know. Did you just do it? <laughs> I did it. I'm oh, so, ter- so terribly sorry. Kefka has been severely punished and we're cleaning up the poison. By the way, with regard to General Celis, oh yeah, where is she? Kefka was lying. General Celis realized the war was stupid before. <laughs> this is so stupid. My desire for power got the best of me. You understand that. <laughs> no. Now I've come to my senses. Just keep laying it at his feet. Like, like, you that did doesn't this. help anything. I'm like, don't lay it all at the feet of the emperor who's caused all of it. Well, like, yeah, I mean, now we're presented, let him with, off the hook. presented with the choice of, yes, the espers have gone too far, and, but you unleashed them. Right. Like, <laughs> throwing it in his face and being like, this is your fault. <laughs> Not far enough, I say. <laughs> well, then, then it's a different thing. Like, just being like, but you unleashed their power is like, yes, I know, I've already apologized twice. I don't know what, like, what do you want from me? That doesn't help this move forward even a little. Well, what do we want from this? Do we want to, like, sleep with him later? Like, what do we, what, how are we, what are we moving forward? I think we want to sleep with him. Okay. Yes, the espers have gone too far. After the espers went on their rampage, I knew I couldn't go on with my war. I asked myself why I started it in the first place. By the way, about those questions you asked me. Which did you ask first? What the fuck? What is happening? So now Emperor Gestalt starts playing mind games. Yeah, he's like, what is the first question that you asked me? Which, because we had an option of like three different questions that we asked him. And I don't know why I'm like, it was a minute ago. Do you not remember? Like, why do you need to know? Yeah, it's almost like we were sitting down to eat dinner and we've been unknowingly drugged or something. And he's running some kind of test. He's like, now, do you remember what happened? And we're going like, I don't know. What, what did happen? Where am I? It's correctly, he's like, he, they're immune to the chloroform. Yeah, exactly. We asked him uh, this first. Yeah. Right. Anyway. More than anything, I want peace, and that's my true dream. I want you to understand that. I would have... What the... What kind of fuckery is going on? I have another question for you. I'm truly sorry for what I've done. Now I must ask for a favor. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck this guy. Quick After they devastated my empire, the Esper's headed northward toward Crescent Island. I'll have my finest warrior accompany us. General Leo! Oh, yeah. Nice. Get in here, crop top. Yes. I'm General Leo. Nice to meet you. Yes. Right. I'll be waiting for you in Albrook. General Leo. Okay. We must find the espers and come to terms with them. You are our last hope. 
But somebody who comes and goes like the wind might appear at any time. Like the rest the of you wait here. I smell a Yeah, me too. This was really suspicious. This is the weirdest <laughs> scene. Everything about... Why did we have to talk to all those people? Agreed. What good... Did we win anything? Did we win a prize? We didn't convince... Agreed. I, it's, it's hard to trust the Emperor just like that. Leave no stone unturned. So the Emperor, I guess, has convinced us enough to do him this favor. So we leave saying, okay, we'll go find the espers. Right. And we tell him we'll convince them not to attack him anymore. Right. But really, like, why isn't the plan, we'll go find the espers, and then when we get there, be like, the Empire is on the ropes. Like, we can finish it now. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally. why isn't that ever the plan? Yeah, well, I yeah. feel like this is, like, should always be the plan. Right. It's like... Because well, you get to a point you're where like, the, you're like side with the side with the most weapons. Well, but it's also like your whole goal has been to take down this empire, right? right. Why is your yeah. goal suddenly so easily shifted to like, but let's be friends? Well, what are we returning? We're yeah, returners. We gotta return. We gotta return. It's like, you know, Obama, when he first won the presidency, he then went, but let's be friends. But no, what he should have <laughs> done, done is gone for the you. kill. Gone for the kill. Like, come on. <laughs> this was a feast. So we had to go talk to the people. Then Wait. he needed to know which thing he we asked him first. Yeah, what kind of magic trick is this? Like, if we had said pick a card. The wrong now tell thing. me a name. Now <laughs> shuffle it up. Now what was your card? Like, what is like, happening? I don't know. You're not even doing magic. A message from the emperor. Because you were able to talk to so many soldiers, you are to be rewarded as follows. Okay. Imperial troops have withdrawn from South Figaro. In addition, our troops have also pulled out of Doma. Interesting. What? The war is over. I don't believe what any of these people. What the fuck? As we're exploring Emperor Gestal's castle, we go into like a small room. It's a fucking bathroom. It's an actual bathroom. There's even like a bathroom attendant in here. <laughs> A toilet, a toilet, a an honest to, honest to God toilet. toilet. Yeah. You know, maybe the Empire has a point. If nothing else, they would bring plumbing to the world. <laughs> it's true. Like, and then you know, empires rise and fall. They would fall, and everyone would <laughs> and go everybody back. Everybody would have plumbing. To being though, independent yeah. in like a hundred years, and but they would all have toilets. <laughs> <laughs> like many atrocities would be committed. We're never going back would to be the lost. <laughs> but we're never going back but, to the shit bucket. Yeah, never back to the shit bucket. <laughs> I mean, say what you will about the Emperor, but he did make the Phantom trains run on time. Well, Whoa. Whoa. So, this is weird. Um, you can watch Terra go to the bathroom. Gross. Basically, except she doesn't know how to use it, because she's so used to squatting over a bucket that she, like, stands on the toilet seat. She does seat stand, like, and squats both down. feet on top of, like, the seat. What? <laughs> what? You can... You can squat on the toilet, and she uses it. Right in front of the guard. Hey, Sabine. There were many mistakes on both sides. And that's episode 12. Mm -hmm. We've had Emperor Gestalt's big goofy dinner. It was goofy and weird. Yeah, we're confused by it. You know, Shadow Watch, Shadow is still not here. Yep. So now it's time to regroup and reorient and figure out our next plan. Find an Esper. Yeah. That's going to be next week. How are you enjoying this this part of the game? I love this part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. This like post opera sequence is really great. You know, we're in post op, recovering, healing as we head towards the next major tent pole. Yeah. I feel like they do a good job of like as big and goofy as that dinner was, <laughs> like of like changing up sort of what you're doing in different parts mm -hmm. as the story progresses. So, yeah. Like, 
even though it was a chop, which was frustrating, I know. It was still, like, the way different. they change it up might be a little misguided sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, you know, going from different. like the opera to then a dungeon, then to we have like the dinner, like having like these yeah. thirty-minute chunks that are different than just wander. Like, you know, from the first game, which is oh my, literally well, Jesus all Christ. you do in that game is just wander from town to town fighting battles, and there's yeah. nothing else. Yep. Like these chunks of gameplay story. Mm-hmm nonsense like really <laughs> the front the padding yeah. helps with the sharp edges it you know does. what i mean it does and it, it makes it really good <laughs> it does with that we ask you to please rate and review us on itunes or apple podcasts you can find us at no one can know about this.com or at no cat podcast on facebook and twitter that's n-o-c-k-a-t you can find our t-shirts through the website link to the t-shirt link or uh-huh. you can go to etsy.com and search no cat mm-hmm. i'm wearing one right now head on over to patreon.com slash no cat if you want to support us that way and thank you to everybody who does support us that way it yeah. means a lot to us yeah and we're only halfway through this journey and this game mm-hmm. but you know up to up to this point the whole journey of making this show has been made even better by all the, the responses we get from people we love emails about you. ham if anyone yes. has any more insights <laughs> any about more insights about anything really anything yeah we always love to hear from you people send in emails about bananas that are very insightful we still got to try that Thai Life banana of mysteries and we hope to get to the bottom of a few of them or at least make the tunnel of the mystery a little longer Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll do a billboard right now but that'll be decided later maybe even if we don't if you'd like to purchase a billboard anywhere in the world of final fantasy 6 yeah just email nocatpodcast at gmail.com with the subject line billboards and we'll we'll make that happen and for those of you who are hearing this part and weren't aware of this the next time ons are never next time ons they're like it's a real ripoff of arrested development the next time on that's just like a tag to the episode i don't know that they're the only people who have ever done no but i felt like i wanted to change what we called it because it was a little too ripoffy of like you know a popular thing Mm -hmm. so in lieu of next time on Here it is, your moment of zen. Oh. (laughs) 